I think that's really unfair to say if, if you are if you are complicit with 5G, then you're a paedophile. I've been perfectly fine on 4G. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 24th episode of your favourite parenting podcast. This is Overly Honest Dads. Uh, thank you for joining us. My name is Matt, and I am your host, and I'm joined inevitably by Magnus. Hi, guys. And John. Hello, hello. How you doing, guys? Yeah, not, not too bad. Long time no see. Yeah, it's been ages since I last Jesus. saw you guys. What's yeah. happened? What what what's going on with you? Well, oh mate, I'm oh, I'm what? horny, baby. Well, that's not an ideal way to start the <laughs> no. show. A parenting podcast in particular. Is, not is, very is that a threat? Well, <laughs> are you threatening <laughs> us with a good time? And anyway, you say that horniness isn't a great way to start a parenting podcast, but if it wasn't for that initial bit of horniness, we would not be parents and we wouldn't be doing a parenting podcast. So that is essentially horniness and hot sex is why we're here. Uh, Or passionless uh, baby planning sex, which is probably more accurate. Um, Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, So let me tell you what's in store for you lucky people in this podcast. We're going to start out inevitably uh, with uh, Dad News, where we tell you about what's been going on in our lives as dads. Then we go on to a review. I am doing the review this week, and I'm going to review one of Amelie's toys. Uh, after that, we go on to the world of parenting, where our boffin, Magnus, gives us a science story. I am not a boffin. You are. You are definitely... The, well, in the context of our podcast, you are a boffin. Um, and then John, our jester, uh, jester, gives us a nonsense story um, that we found. Um, and, you know, that's very much in keeping with his personality. <laughs> I am nonsense, Magnus. Yeah. Nonsense, I'm going to go and man. hang myself after we finish this recording. Nonsense. Man over there, um, and then we finish off with Am I being a knowledge mag? Nonsense man, fucking rules. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Exactly. Um, so, dad news. I can't remember who I said was going first. Was it John? Yes, it is. Okay, John, take us away. So, um, actually, outside of my role as the jester, it's a bit of a serious one this week. Um, no. So, my son, uh, the third, not John the third, as in Liam, the youngest, he uh, is born with um you 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 named it earlier because it's strabismo in italian it's Mm. called strabismus strabismus there you go in english he was born with that due to the pressure that he had during birth Mm -hmm. um he had a girl in his class who had the same thing okay and she had the operation Mm -hmm. uh last year and they fixed her eye and he's been asking for the operation Uh um so tomorrow i'm actually going to the hospital with him to do the first tests and sort of the pre-op discussion oh that's wonderful yeah it is it's just i i think the idea of your kid going under the knife and anesthesia and all yeah, the rest of say, kind of worries you how I, does that I, make how does that feel as a parent yeah fear i think mm-hmm. fear i mean anesthesia and all the rest of it and uh-huh. you know and, and my it's like wife, out of your control isn't it yeah it is and then my wife has got me watching this oh, fucking hate it gray's anatomy because she's been like i've been forcing her to watch all like cool stuff like afterlife and really cool like tv shows and she's like oh but you never watch any of my stuff so we're watching Grey's Anatomy, and you see all this fucked up shit on Grey's Anatomy, and I'm like, my kid's going in for an operation. Why am I watching this shit? Yeah. It's really fucking with my head. So I, I am slightly concerned. It's you know typical fear as a parent with your kid going under the knife and whatnot. Mm. But he is going to be a happier child because he really wants it. He keeps asking for it because I think people are starting to point it out. He's starting to realize he's different, mm. which is not cool. Um, he's still going to need glasses because his eyesight is not great. Um, I, I'm the only one in the family with 20-20 vision. All my kids wear glasses, bless them. So, um, so yeah, the, he's going to have to have the operation. But, uh, but yeah, tomorrow is a pre-op discussion and the first tests, and then sort of see how we go. So yeah, a bit, a bit, bit worried, bit grown-up discussion from the nice. jester. But, uh, well, but fingers yeah. crossed for Liam. Yeah, fingers yes, crossed. Indeed. Best yes, of luck. indeed. 
Yeah, so I still we, don't have a date, by the way, on when it's going to happen. So fuck knows when it goes because with COVID, everything's delayed. But we'll uh-huh. see. He'll be fine. Dad. Yeah, yeah, he'll do yeah. well. He'll do well. Won't be a problem, I'm sure. But yeah. So uh, something funnier, please, Magnus. Oh God! Well, uh, dad news. Uh, God, okay. Um, I've been a dad for nineteen months now. No, 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 no. I have proper dad news. Uh, so uh, I said in the last episode that we were watching Kurtek, which is this Czech mole cartoon, and it's very popular. And by mole, we don't mean like a spy. It means like the, the animal. animal. Yeah, mole, yeah, yeah. Like a like anthrop- a skin of Yeah, yeah, Czech yeah. It's like mole. little mole or something. Good to check. And. Uh, Quinn loves Kurtek and she shouts for Kurtek. If she sees a laptop, she's like, mole, 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 <laughs> mole. Um, however, this, this cartoon is somewhat dated. There's some really fucking questionable things going on in that cartoon. Now, if, if anyone hasn't heard of, of it before, I really recommend you go check it out and show it to your kids as well. The animation and objectively... This, in my opinion, is really good. It reminds me of the old Looney Tunes. It's like really, really good animation. Very clear. Um, however, some of the content's a bit odd. Uh, now, there is one scene which <laughs> flipping blindsided the fuck out of me. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I'm just watching it with her. And we're like, yeah, the mole, mole's fucking cool. And out of nowhere, the rabbit is it is pregnant and on its back. And it... it Kurtek, I think it's Kurtek, comes along and pulls fucking rabbit out of uh, the baby rabbit can out I, of his vagina. And it's quite comment. graphic, isn't it's it? It's very graphic. Can I make a comment on this? Magnus dropped this shit out of nowhere. I think it was first thing this morning. I woke up at half five in the in, morning. Into our WhatsApp group. Uh, in our WhatsApp group. And I'm watching this cartoon weird thing with like a little hole expanding and something comes out of the little rabbit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, there is a fucking so black weird. hole. There is like half a cartoon five in the morning, vagina. It's yeah, me, man. There's a cartoon I'd never vagina. seen a cartoon vagina outside of, you know, Pornhub. Yeah. Before today. Yeah. I, it, <laughs> it, does like not, it does not anime. Proper furry fantasy that was. Yeah, it and really it, was. And the, the baby rolls out like a ball. Yeah. And they're all happy. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, and I'm not like, yeah. That shit was traumatised. Mm. I was driving to work this morning, just like, what the fuck did he send me? Like, you, can hear, you can hear Romy qu- yes. squirming. And she's like, no, Quinn, look away. No. Flipping <laughs> shocking, man. We are going to be posting this on our Instagram oh, account. Dear. Um, and Romana will kill me. But uh, but yeah, uh, there you go. So yeah, it'll be posted on our Instagram account in the coming weeks. <laughs> Yeah, so, so check out our Instagram account at Overly Honest Dad to see yeah. uh, this cartoon porn. <laughs> it's, do you think it's going to get taken down from Instagram? I'm no, not sure it's going to stay up The amount long. of shit you see on Instagram, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, you that's see nothing. some horrendous stuff yeah. out there. Um, anyway, so my dad news. It's not no one asked you. Dad related. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Um, we didn't manage to do the hand down. Yeah, like, it's terrible. We, we, we know that this is Matthew McGinley's Overly Honest Dads at this point. I know, so, I know. So let's yeah, not pretend otherwise. Anyway, so it's not so much dad news is more husband news because it's been four years since i got married yeah um and congratulations thank you these two were here at my wedding um they were present and correct and drunk that. Uh, yeah and uh, john mooned a passing barge did there, i yeah there was a there was a, a a canal boat full of women and you mooned them are you did See, I? You're, you're, yes. You're, you're chronically vulgar. Oh, shit. I you don't remember this. You, you did, and Jack did. Jack joined in and pulled his oh, trousers Jack, down. The old well. Jack. I like Jack. Seriously? Yeah. John mooned a, 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 a canal boat full of women on uh, 
on the Regent's Canal in London, uh, just Lovely. by King's Cross. Nice. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to mention it. Um, not that my wife listened to this, so I'm going to say nice things about her, and it won't give me, I, I won't get any benefit from this, just so you know. This isn't going to get me any special treatment. He's um, shouting loud so she can hear him upstairs. So she, she'll, what was the time? She will still be awake, but she'll probably be playing Animal Crossing right now. Um, and so I doubt she cares what we're saying. She doesn't listen to us our podcast at all. Um, but it's just, None of our wives do, do they? <laughs> yeah. Other than Romana, she does. Yeah. Oh, does she? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does she follow the Instagram account? No, no. Well, I'm, I'm definitely posting that no. fucking video. Though. <laughs> the, the Instagram account is. I'm quite scared of us. It's, it's pretty shit, actually. So, <laughs> <laughs> such a dick. It is. It is shit, actually. I, I've saved a bunch of memes that you can post so that it doesn't have to be to quite so shit anymore. Our social media manager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have Facebook, YouTube sets up. Yeah, but it's Instagram. but it doesn't matter if it's all shit, John. Um, it's you... funny. I get likes. I get shares. We got more listeners since I opened fucking Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Like let's see. But anyway, the point of me talking about what Everybody's I was talking normal. about, my Sorry, dad news, my husband news. It's just like, isn't it? It's quite interesting how your relationship changes once you have kids. And I think sometimes it's because you're so focused on the child and their development, you don't often step back and think what's happened to your relationship with your partner. Mm. Um, and it's interesting to see the development of that because although this, there are certain things you lose because you can't focus on each other so much so you're not quite as focused into each other's needs and what have you but you get so strong and you get, you're able to deal with so much yeah. more yeah. Um, and just the level of resilience you have and how you're able to just brush off stupid shit um, like today earlier on when we were uh, when we were getting ready to record I went upstairs to get my headphones and Emily was uh, pinching one out in the bath and <laughs> like literally turtle head situation uh, <laughs> and you know if this had been when Emily had first been born it would have been a whole big issue but without really saying anything to each other I went and helped out we dealt with the shit we got her sorted and we're just such a good team at this point we're, yeah. we could deal with most things um, and it's very nice I'm not, I'm not saying that everything's perfect because of course it's not and no relationship ever is and nah. you need to make sure that you continually working on all the different parts of your relationship you can't let anything slide because if you do it, it's going to be a bad time for you your partner and your child so you have to be on top of all of this um but yeah it's just very nice to sometimes look around and think we're doing all right reverend mcginley preaching well mm. i like it yeah congratulations man. yes congratulations thank you, congratulations. Thank you. yay and once Emily hits two, which isn't too far away, we're going to start to talk about baby number two. Yay. Ooh. And you We're know, not going to do a podcast after that. It's just going to end there. That, that, that's it. That's Be because we have a podcast, then I'm going to keep you guys well updated on my journey so that one day I can listen back and think. You know what's going to be funny? Fuck, They're going to fuck cunt. once. She's going to get pregnant straight away. He's going to be pissed off. You I'm talked over my joke. You talked over my joke. That's very mean. I'm sorry, it's but it wasn't funny. I, was, I, I called myself a C-word as well. You'd have liked that. You'd have liked that, but no, you were selfish. <laughs> <laughs> you were selfish. I hope you can live with yourself. Can we high-five that one? Because we just interrupt. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Look <laughs> how dejected he looks. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I, I, we're sorry, Matt. We're yeah. You're not really. No, we're not. <laughs> You're not really. I know you. Yeah. Be, if, if I left the room now, you'd high five again. Yeah. Probably with your penises. Just, just, <laughs> just. No, I've got gone. Gone. <laughs> that is way too far. I didn't but, get it out, though. But you, I liked it. But Jack. you want to you see one, one ball? Yeah, he does have one ball. Johnny only has one ball. The other isn't in the Albert Hall. That's why they call, um, that's why they call me Lefty. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, and we're going to... 
All right, if John shuts the fuck up, no, um, we are going to take a brief break. And then we return. I'm go- You're going to hear more of my voice because I'm going to re- review one of Amelie's kids' toys. So let's look forward to that. We'll see you shortly. Welcome back to Overly Honest Ads. Um, now it's time for product review and it's my review. Yay. Yay. And so I'm going to take us back to probably the original intention of the podcast, which is a focus on parenting. Our reviews have gone all around the chart, really. We've reviewed... I detest that. I would still want to review my dishwasher. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But the vacuum no, cleaner no, review no, was no, good. No, 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 no. You liked, Can't. No, no, you no, liked no, the no, vacuum no. cleaner review, didn't you guys? No. I didn't like. Uh, no, actually, it was. It was. I suppose. Uh, I was going to say interesting. That's an exaggeration. Yeah. So but it, we've reviewed it, a swimming pool. Uh, uh, we've reviewed yeah, a notepad. The is for kids. We've reviewed Huel. We've reviewed a Hoover. Uh, a, a, or a vacuum cleaner, as you're probably going to correct me, Magnus. No, uh, hold on, yeah. hold on. The, the the swimming pool was for the kids. Yeah, but yeah, my I, kids are older. They're but, not going to play with fucking. Toys, are they? Well, yeah, but a lot of our <laughs> listeners might be new parents. I mean, people who listen to parenting podcasts will probably <laughs> likely be new parents, won't they? Um, and so I'm going to review a kid's toy. So the kid's toy is the Fisher Price FWG12 Game and Learn controller. The idea of this toy is it looks like a an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller. Now it doesn't control a video game console of any description. Instead, it's one of those toys that makes slightly annoying noises like this. Or this. Or this. So, as you guys can see, so the guys here are looking at it, it's a very colourful controller. It looks like you'd expect a game controller to look like, doesn't it? Yeah. This is where yeah, I expect you to say Yeah, it something. does. Thank it you. does. Thank you. Um, so, just to let you guys know, I bought this from Amazon. I bought it in February, and it currently costs... £13.98 plus free shipping. So it's fairly cheap. Um, so let me take you on a tour through this kid's toy. Um, so there are two main settings. One is... Let's learn! Let's learn! And so this is a learning uh, section. Red! And it gives you colours. Orange! More yellow than orange, I think. Though those are the face buttons. Now, if you press the analog stick, you get the following noises. This is typically annoying, isn't it? So, I actually like. So, if if I can just a tip segment for tip of the week for parenting, any toy you get, whether it's given to your child by friends of the family or you buy it for them, don't fucking put batteries in them. Do yourself a fucking favor because they're an annoying little fucking shit, aren't they? Because they're going to be doing that all fucking day. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you regretting the purchase already, Matthew? Uh, not really, because the alternative is similar toys that speak in German. Meine uh, <laughs> Steine. <laughs> it just sounds. It would sound scarier, basically. It's still very annoying. So you know, you got to keep when you when you're raising bilingual children, you have got to make sure that there's equal representation of language, and this is one of the ways of doing it. So let's press the D-pad. This is numbers, but with some shooting noises. Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> It's a trap! So the, the face buttons, the D-pad, and the analog stick. You're great! Yeah! So One, two, three, four, your mum's a whore. What? 
so John um, obviously brought the tone down. So the other setting is Let's Play, and this is where you get more t- stereotypical video game noises. That's quite Star Wars, That's isn't it? Qu- yeah, it's very Star Wars, yeah. And your mummy stinks. That would wind me I the think fuck up. Pretty cool. I like. It wouldn't have yeah. wind you up after about half an no, hour. No, no, I, I, I'm not normal. I really like these. Yeah. Things. And then on the shoulder buttons, you've got more tactile. There's, there's one that's just a sort of click. So you click it from side mm-hmm. to side, and one's like a scroll wheel. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That that scroll wheel doesn't. Jokes seem aside, does she enjoy it though? Yeah, it's, it it doesn't have much distance on it. Don't like that. It's not does like she that enjoy story. it? She does, but it's one okay. of those things that she'll pick up for five or ten minutes and put down again. As is with everything. Yeah, but that's yeah, kind of what you expect with yeah. toys. Yeah. So I think the positives of this, uh, one is indoctrination. Um, so <laughs> I very much intend for Emily to play video games with, with me in the future. I think that's one thing we're going to bond over. And I've talked to you guys before about how she sat on my knee and played, uh, uh, I've watched me play Four Guys, which is a new Battle Royale style Takeshi's Castle-esque mm-hmm. game. And she's also watched me play and Mario and I, I, I like video games my wife likes video games and these days it's, when we were growing up it was a very geeky thing to do right um, you, you generally had a bit of stigma about if you play games but kids these days don't quite have that same stigma because it's such a normal yeah. part of life to young people growing up today mm-hmm. and I like to think this is something we can share and so this is definitely uh, indoctrination but also Fisher Price do tend to have fairly high quality toys they're robust I mean you'd yeah. have to give this is solid you'd have to give this abuse to break it um, we've Fisher been, Price is the one really isn't it we've had it for six months and it doesn't it hasn't needed new batteries yet so it seems to be fairly efficient on that front and so all in all uh, it's a fairly straightforward easy purchase out of 10 out of 10, well, I mean, let's go on to the negatives quickly. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, I mean, I think compared with other toys that she has, I think it maybe has limited value because she has things like uh, uh, like uh, there's a fire truck, a, a bus, and a police car thing. And they, I think when you can move things around and they've got wheels on, there's an extra element of imaginative yeah. play you can have. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, you play the sounds and then you put it down again. Yeah. So I think it's got there's limited amount of engagement a child can have with it. Um, and so that is a, that is a potential downside compared with other toys you can get but with the cost it's fairly minimal um you could fairly easily gift this to a relative to you know a relative's family um it's not an expensive toy to buy it's probably quite suitable for uh you know a relative's birthday or mm-hmm. something like that or just you know a, a nice cheap little treat to buy your your little kitty um so so i think that is where yeah. i stand on it and overall I'd play my little guitar and give it 8 out of 10. Hey, right. there yes. you go. Um, so that is my review of this Fisher-Price pretend gamepad thingy. Excellent, excellent. O- off the back of that, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, and, and because it's musical, this reminded me of something. So uh, uh, Quinn's auntie bought her this dog toy, fluffy dog toy called Scout. And you can change the name that it says. It's got like a hundred different things that it says to you. And you plug it into your, your computer and you go onto the website and you sign up. And it sends your kid's name to the, the, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and so the dog will say, like it'll say Quinn. But there is this tune that it plays that is flipping sick. Like I love, I absolutely love it. Do you mind if I, I play it on? on, on the, sure. The yeah. Yeah. As long as it's it. quick. Yeah, why yeah. not? All right. So this, this is, this, this is it here. I think it's so catchy. This one. Oh, 
This is Magnus is proper jamming out here. He looks happier than I've seen him all evening. My thoughts. You don't like it? You don't like that? Oh, I love it. I love when it comes on. It's like roulette. Yeah, nah, too much. Too well, much. Th- thanks for that, Magnus. Um, you should review oh, thank that. Thank you, Matt. You're right. So we're going to take a brief break like we do quite regularly. And when we return, it's time for World of Parenting. So we'll see you for that in just a second. Welcome back to Open Honest Dads. And now we're going to take you through uh, a trip to the world of parenting. So for the uninitiated, this is where our resident boffin, Magnus, uh, gives a science story. Uh, One thing to note is that both Magnus and John kind of resist the labels I've given them, the boffin and jester labels. However, I've known these guys for a long time and I think they're very appropriate. So I think it's time they stop fighting against them and accept themselves for who they really are. Um, Magnus, our science boffin, will give us a science story and John, our jester, will give us a slightly more nonsense story uh, that I picked out for him um <laughs> so nonsense john <laughs> spb i know i think I, th- I, th- I think johnny nonsense johnny, johnny nonsense i can live with that i can johnny live with johnny nonsense, nonsense. yeah right. okay so magnus and maggie us... maggie news and johnny nonsense sort so of. so yeah so uh, matty fatty twatty <laughs> god i've not heard that in a long time i know right that is a long time uh so magnus uh, give us your science story all right okay guys now if you remember in the previous episode i discussed recent findings that babies are bamboozling us with their apparent fondness of baby talk but in reality what? understand us perfectly uh, and are playing the long con now uh, a paper was recently published this august as well um in the smithsonian tropical research institute paper oh my favorite ah, there we are yeah my favorite too i get that along with fhm that argued that mother bats <laughs> also still around? i don't think so <laughs> It's old school, man. <laughs> Fucking hell. Some, yeah, it's like Lucy Pinder and all that. Got, yeah, I know. You're a bit, it's like page three, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Nuts and zoo. Indeed, indeed, yeah. Um, now, they argued uh, that mother bats also use baby talk, or the equivalent of it, to communicate with their pups. So that we're all clear on what baby talk is. It's when adults slow down uh, their speech, raise their pitch, colour the sound of their voice, uh, which supposedly increases infants' attention and encourages language learning or whatever. Now, the greater sack-winged bat, uh, and if I'm pronouncing this correctly... Is it good in a soup? The corona bat. Oh, that, that's <laughs> oh, the joke. There you that, go. Is it good in a soup? Goodness. Probably. Um, <laughs> if you're in for some pulmonary edema. Uh, <laughs> now, the greater sack-winged bat, Sacopteryx bilineata, Potentially, can you repeat that? No, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's 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 in the re- regions of Central and, and South America. It appears to mm-hmm. also engage in this this bullshit behaviour. Um, now, there were two <laughs> interesting findings uh, during the first three months of the pups' mm-hmm. lives, when they're experimenting with vocalisation. One could say that they're they're by babbling. Their mother would actually reciprocate and. But, babble back mm-hmm. produce similar sounds as if positive feedback and two the mother will color the sound of their vocalizations when addressing the pups compared to calls when addressing addressing adult bats uh, and th- this is the first first time they've ever seen this with with uh, bats but it, it, it seems that 
bats themselves are also just doing this this baby talk bullshit, mm-hmm. this patronising. So I guess it's, a, it's an animal feature across uh, across species. Who, who knows? I've I've not seen any research for any other animals, but it, it's an interesting thing to to, to think about. Like it, it it does make you question whether or not it, it's innate to, to mammals, or maybe I guess it is. elsewhere in the animal kingdom. You yeah. know what 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 what's the actual purpose of it? Um, it, it's supposedly to help with language acquisition. Very interesting, um, and you know. Gaining their attention. What, are, what, what? Who published this again? This was published in the Smith, Smithsonian Tropical Re by the Smithsonian Tropical Research Institute, oh. and it was published, I think, on the thirty first of August. Thank you, Boffin. My pleasure. I hope you like that. that, very, that, that I, I liked it very much. Mark. Can I lower the tone? Well, it's very COVID, you know, bats, COVID. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 you know, in keeping with mm. our times, our mm. bat-afflicted era. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Nonsense, John. Oh, Now's your time. It's your time you, to shine. Thank you, Reverend McGinley. Um, so, again, the Metro strikes again. So, you know, we've changed from going to, you know, our typical Daily Mail, and we moved on and gone to the Metro, which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It's an evolution. It's an evolution, indeed. So, uh, the article, just the title, just cracks me up. It's, Mum gives birth to surprise baby on the side of the motorway. Just two days after learning she was pregnant. Yeah, well, mm, so read on. Who had all the pies? Uh, sorry. Um, when Stacy Stevenson's 30 noticed she put on some weight, she assumed that it was just down to increased snacking and lack of activity in lockdown. She couldn't have known that she was actually pregnant, especially as she had no other symptoms. Then she noticed that her feet were oddly swollen and decided to take a pregnancy test. This just sounds like bullshit, to be honest. But anyway, mm. <laughs> to her surprise, it came back positive. It oh, wasn't, no. It wasn't the Snicker bar. It was the oldest of each. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea the whole way through, Stacey said. <laughs> what is that? This, this, this I didn't really go gosh. away. I had no symptoms or anything. I swear down. It, this is you harsh. did it. That's not what happened. <laughs> she, is she called Stacey or did you make yes, that up? She's oh, no. Okay. Stacey. Oh, right. Okay. And, actually... and did she say swear down? <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> but that fit quite appropriately. Um, Safe to say, it was the biggest shock of my life. I don't think I'm over it yet, and he's five weeks old. <laughs> <laughs> that accent is kind of funny. My it? water's broke at 23.15, quarter past 11. <laughs> <laughs> and I was on the phone to 999 by 11.30. Um, <laughs> to be fair, the picture of the baby is very cute. All right. Just two days after discovering she was pregnant, Stacey's waters broke at her home in Tillicultry, wherever the fuck that is. What? And she called for an ambulance. Well, you would. Yeah, as 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 you do. I think that's that's the idea. Um. Anyway, she uh, we headed to the hospital, but I didn't quite make it. Emma and Lorraine were amazing for the second they arrived. They were calm and confident, even though. I think it was the first baby either of them have delivered. I don't know who the fuck Emma and Lorraine are. She just says that. It's just so random. This is, this is pretty harsh. Jim. This is a brilliant, brilliant I, I, article. I don't think you should be so mean. Imagine if Stacey was listening to this. She'd be like, that's not what I'm fucking am. <laughs> first responder Emma said, 
both myself and Lorraine are very happy that she <laughs> that the delivery went well and that we were able to offer Stacey some reassurance and put her at ease as much as possible. Do, do you know any Stacey's? I've, well, I've known one through work. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know one. And, and also, I, all I'm thinking is Stacey Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> Who is, who is hilarious. Stacey Solomon, I really find her funny. She's generally a very nice person. A very, uh, she's a famous person I once from saw X her, Factor. I she was, oh, uh, her, yeah. yeah. She's, quite, she's, yeah. she's genuinely a nice person. Yeah. She's like, oh. <laughs> I once saw her at a... Uh, <laughs> what was that? She's genuinely nice for a donkey. Yeah. She, the, so she goes out with that annoying Essex guy. What's his name? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, they're Joe Swash. Essex, Joe Swash. Yeah, she's from and Dagenham. So I saw them at a TV recording. They were recording this comedy show on Comedy Central and my cousin got me to go along and they were on that show so yeah but they were quite endearing they seem like nice people they, they, she is very nice but you know this this kind of Stacey it's just uh, like you had all the pies didn't realise you were pregnant I thought that was quite funny yeah and, so. and do you guys think it's realistic that someone can get to the third trimester and genuinely not know they're pregnant or would, do you think that they will know but are, are repressing it a little bit I in the hope I, that I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are exceptions I, I'm willing to believe it I find it really hard to believe, genuinely. Mm. And I don't mean that to be negative towards the people that that, that are in that situation because but I wouldn't want to... Ca- I, I don't want to, you know, suggest mm. that, that they they were lying necessarily, but I do it's genuinely find it hard to believe. Is that what believe. you're saying? You're calling me a liar? I just, you, you know what it's like when, course, when you're... when you're, when you're a lot of p- things. ...partners there. There's so many signs. Yeah, there so are. So many signs. I could tell I was fairly confident within like a small percentage that my wife was pregnant uh, before we even did the pregnancy test. Uh-huh. I could tell the difference. Yeah, it's the same. I, I was confident that Romana was pregnant and we hadn't even had sex yet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so thank you for that story. Nonsense, That's okay. John. Um, so thank you, both of you, for taking you through this world of parenting. This is my favourite segment because I don't have to do anything, really. Um, so it's really then great. he moans when he's not involved. But anyway. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm really happy because it meant I could plan out the next one, which I've just done. So anyway, so we're going to return in just a moment with some Am I Being Unreasonable. He we'll see you in listen. just a moment. Bye-bye. <laughs> Welcome back to this final segment of episode 24 of Overly Honest Dads and we're going to be doing some Am I Being Unreasonable? So for anyone who's not listened to us before, this is where we go through some posts that have been posted to Mumsnet to a board called Am I Being Unreasonable? where people put up issues they're having in their lives and they ask uh, for opinions and we're going to give ours. Uh, They're not invited, but we're going to give them anyway. So the first post is by someone called Watching the Baby Monitor and the subject line of the post is Dear Husband Watching Me on the Baby Monitor. So let's read the post. We have a video baby monitor in our house to watch the baby, obviously. It's always on. I never thought much about it. It's one of those that goes through your phone and you can watch it wherever you are. However, I've just found that dear husband is logging into it when he's out and watching what's going on when I'm by myself with the kids. I don't know how often or for how long. It does send notifications through the phone when it senses movement. I'm not happy with this, so I'd ask what you all thought. Fucking ask him. I think it's yeah. Just like if I, I know for a fact, if Romy saw me doing that shit, she'd be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if I was the guy, it'd be just curiosity of being able to use yeah, the fucking thing. Agreed, I mean, agreed. you know, it's just like the just thing that you can check is pretty cool. He could be worried that she might be doing things she shouldn't be doing, but then again, why would you do it where the baby monitor is? That sounds like a pretty bad place yeah, to you know do I mean? things. Just, yeah. Do it with another man, like outside the crew, like. T- <laughs> like doing it with Bill Cosby. There he comes, the pudding. 
job. But he is a convicted rapist, by the way. We should probably oh, say. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's a good point. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's just ruined Cosby, hasn't it? That fucking story. Well, Jesus that's, that's his fault more well, than anyone else. Well, he's ruined himself, really. But yeah. what about an Australian guy with a didgeridoo? Rolf. Good day, children. So, <laughs> so apparently it's not the only person that's done this. So a poster called Sunshine and Sparkle says, my brother-in-law does this and I find it very odd. My son-in-law claims it doesn't bother her at all, which I find weird. Um, or sister-in-law claims it doesn't bother I would find it an invasion of privacy, even though I'm not doing anything odd. I wouldn't like the feeling of being watched in my own home, which is fair enough. But then you have a camera in your own home. So... Yeah. I drop in on Alexa all the fucking time. Yeah. Do you? Do you do the drop in? I, I do the drop in on Alexa and just freak out the kids. Like, kids, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, <"Dah-dah!" laughs> it's like a celebration when I do it. Yeah. I see. So we, we have, um, we have like a, a Ufi, uh, baby Ufie. monitor. Yeah. Ufi. It's an anchor. Anchor? No, no idea what a UFI is or what. Sorry, uh, an anchor a, for a boat. Anchor, they're, they're like a, a brand, like a really high quality Chinese brand. Um, and uh, they, they used to make things for other people, but decided to, to make Made it Made their themselves. own brand. Yeah, and they called it Anchor of all the names they could have used. Anchor. They're literally at one letter away from... Yes. Wanker. <laughs> yeah, literally. Wanker. Uh, and uh, they make high quality stuff and we got a baby monitor for a hundred quid. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Anyways, um you can do the whole thing where you speak through the headset to the baby oh, wow. in the camera. And uh I, I I crack it open and have a look all the time to see what Quinn is doing. She's so cute when she's asleep and uh, grabbing so Teddy. They are, aren't they? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then when she's awake, when she's woke up and I speak to her through it, she 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 flies off the handle. She's so scared. I've, I've done it like seven or eight times now. Oh, and, uh, okay, not not that many. I'm joking. I'm only teasing. But she starts crying. Like, who the fuck is that? Where's our voice coming oh, from? Oh, man. Daddy. In the old house, when we only had two kids at a time, uh, Chris used to get up in the middle of the night and go to the toilet and pull the toilet paper down. Mm. And he did it about three or four times. Now I've got the company phone. I've got my phone. So what I did is I put the company phone on FaceTime in the bathroom, everything dark. And every time there was me, it was like, Chris, I can see you. And, be like, and then they run back to bed. And I did it about three times in a row. He never did it again. It was quite oh. fun though. Bullying him in the dark through FaceTime. So what? So where are we standing? Is she being unreasonable to complain about it? I or? think she is. I would just talk to the guy. Stop yeah, using the fucking nah, internet it's, it's, as a fucking cushion. It's a bit of, bit of A, bit of B. Okay. So just have a chat A bit of this, a bit of that, yeah. yeah. Share share your problems with each other like, and not with mums now. Don't think the worst. Yeah, nobody um, fucking cares. Okay, so, well, we do because we're reading these. Well, we need the news for content, but yeah, well, nobody cares otherwise we, yeah. we do care because we won't get marmalade vodka good point yeah so anyway so the next uh, post is by someone called aubergine hater <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck aubergines yeah aubergines what the parmigiana with the aubergine no the eggplant it's disgusting yeah okay. what do you mean you like aubergines of she course might be I a love them seeing as aubergines mean penis in, in modern emoji terms and maybe she's a lesbian but actually she's not because <laughs> this, this includes a guy um so, so anyway, um, am I being unreasonable to feel miffed at partners nights away? So here is the post. Bit of background, three children, two girls from my previous marriage, one eight-month-old baby. Partner's mother lives nearby. Increasingly, he will decide
decide to stay over at her house one night a week. Uh, leaves in the evening, not back until the following afternoon. This really annoys me. I feel like I'm being left out, literally holding the baby. None of my friends live nearby, and with COVID at the moment, not easy to organise an evening meetup either. Am I being silly? I'm entirely ready to be told that I am. I don't want to be controlling or stop him going out, but I feel one night a week is a bit much. Talk he to is him. slash was an only child and says he just needs some downtime, which I understand, but it's really eating into what I see as our weekend time together. Please let me know your thoughts. Talk to him, you twit. Again, I why guess mums that, I guess that she probably has though, and that he said it's not a problem, and that he needs because she said that he needs his time them. alone. So she has to talk to him about it. What do we think? Is it reasonable to spend one night a week away from your partner when you're when you have kids together, or at least a kid and two oh. other from a previous marriage? Well, yeah, it's, it is unreasonable. It's, it's the same like thing that, we were that's saying simple. last week. I mean, it, 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 if your partner, you're together in on something, you need to... I'd feel guilty if I behaved like that. Yeah. Once yeah. Again, I would feel it, guilty. It, it, it's, it's the regular nature of it, which is weird. There's no there's no reason why you can't, you know, agree to take a day or a fucking week. Like, yeah. It's fine. But, like, the the regularity of it... I'm an only child. I'm mm-hmm. not anyone else either. Yeah. Like, it's just a bit weird. Yeah, yeah you're weird. both only children, aren't you? Yeah. You two. Um, I don't have that... Well, Are you an only child, mm. <laughs> Fucking loser. Uh, <laughs> yeah, same here. But I think it's worth pointing out that we... T- My twin brother's dead, by the way. You had a twin brother? Yeah. Oh, we, we, Seriously? Let's stop talking about dead family members. It yeah, really gets right. people this down. Is, yeah, um, this is not good. But one thing I was going to say <laughs> is that, is that um, we've had a theme, I think, with these Our Being Unreasonables, is there's a lot of men out there who seem to carve out a lot of time for themselves at the expense of their partner. It's DBD. definitely a theme, isn't it? Well, yeah. but women do it too. But we've but not we're on mum's net, not dad's net. Yeah, that, that that is a point. But I mean, I've not, I I can't remember hearing a dad complain about the partner taking too much time out. I mean, if I think about the context of my own life, which I appreciate is anecdotal and not representative, uh, but still, I don't can't remember hearing the same issues coming from women. No, you you are yeah yeah I agree yeah yeah, yeah. I mean I mean to be honest, it deadbeat dads. I mean, it, it, but again, in that relationship. Put your foot down. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is there is one thing that I stand by in my mind. Oh, I'm going to be so fucking honest about this. Pussy can control the world. Do, do you not mean women can control the world? No, no, no. But it, 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 uh, pussy he, as, he, as he literally pussy, means the vagina. Pussy as the object can control the world. So women that means can manage, men can control the world. W- women, women can manage sex to manage men. Learn how Doesn't to manage. To be working. No, this seems to be. A, 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 a I think the world battle. is developing. The world is developing. We are getting. To be honest, I have recently had the best boss I've ever had. I thought you were going to say the best sex. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've had the best boss I've, I've had, had the in best ten years. Sex. Yeah, with my boss. Well, if, no. if, if you're if you're to simplify it in a very sexist way, then you could, you could you could equally women, argue women could could rule the world quite nicely. You learn learn to manage your man. I mean, honestly, you can easily manage a man. It doesn't take much to manage a man. But why really should they it. need to manage a Don't, man? Surely sure. it should be a partnership. Fifty sure. fifty. It should be a partnership. But some men are I fucking mean, idiots, you, and they need to be managed. You, you yeah. seem to prefer a dictatorship I, model, um, and I, I like to think that we do not need dictatorship in relationships. The Führer agrees with your Remember. I'm married to a German. Um, so but let's not, not go down the fury Who's not a Nazi? How do you know? Uh, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anyway, let's move on. Um, so the next post is from a poster named Go Go Jojo. 
And the post is, am I being unreasonable to make my 10-year-old go to sleep at 9pm? This is for John because he's got older children. So I want to hear his um, (laughs) thoughts on this. So I'm trying to get my family back to a routine now that the children are back to school. My eldest child is 10, just started year six. And I have told him he is to go to bed at 8.30 and then can read till nine, then lights out. No electronics after 9.30. I've been told that this is totally unfair and all of his friends are online until nine and he should be allowed to go to bed at nine and read till 9.30. Is it unreasonable to tell him it's lights out at nine? What time do you pop your 10-year-olds down to go to sleep? John? Half seven. Whoa. Are you joking? Nope. So it is a dictatorship Shit, at your house. That is no, they go to bed at half seven. They can talk. They talk and muck about in bed in their room. Yeah. But in their room at half seven. And when do they go to actually to sleep? They they get up at six every morning. By nine, they're all flat out asleep. Because they get up at six, automatically get up at six. All, all three of them. And we haven't set them to that time scale. They just wake up at six. Okay. Even if they go to bed at 11 at six o'clock in the morning, they're up. So to be honest, they need the energy. And now they're with the back in school, half seven to go to bed. So when they're not in school, they any, stay up later. Do you have any aversions to them going to sleep at nine, nine thirty? No, but they need to be in the fucking room because, to be honest, we... Uh, so, so they do have to be in their room at 7.30. 7.30, yeah. And and the reason is the tiredness on us as mm. parents with MS. I'll be honest with you guys. It's just fucking knackering. It really is. With three mm. kids, you need you need structure because otherwise it's just... Yeah. One, you don't get to talk to your wife. You don't get to kind of switch off for 10 minutes. The, the decibel level in my house with three kids mm. is through the roof. Mm-hmm. So you need a half seven. You go to bed. You go to your room and the boys downstairs will be chatting away. Yeah. She'll be upstairs playing with her toys quite quietly in her room. And then they'll sort of sneak up into the bed and fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But by nine, all three of them are asleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But definitely you need the break. So because d- when you've got more than one child, it, the noise level throughout the day is okay. literally exhausting. It really is. Okay. Have cool. you considered manning up? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Just stop being a Growing pussy. a pair. <laughs> yeah. Growing a pair. Oh, right. Yeah. No, but, well, you've only got one, so <laughs> you don't you yeah, definitely don't yeah. have a pair. So you should probably grow, grow a part. single. Grow a single. <laughs> yeah. Grow it's a ball. Because I want to see you two when your kids grow up. It'd be quite fun. Well, well, you, I can yeah, see if you can handle yeah. my level. I'm only teasing. I'm just my, doing what you do. My level of management. Okay. So our final post for the day is from someone called final Famous. Pussy. <laughs> it's called Famous for Wrong Reason. and We have no jizz pigeon. No, no jizz pigeon. Oh, well. I, I, I famous for wrong reasons. jizz pigeon every single week. Well, well, famous hopefully for wrong jizz reasons. Pigeon, hopefully jizz pigeon will erupt again. Oh, nice. I like it. Yeah. And the post is called, Am I being unreasonable to feel intimidated by conspiracy theorists? So this is very, very much one for the, for the times we're living in today. Um, I have a lot of friends who seem to have moved into pandemic ten- uh, territory masks are evil etc get new friends uh some people who i'd at least expect to have these beliefs are rational people they've linked covid to 5g and are now uh, uh, by the way apparently people that love 5g that go for 5g conspiracy theorists are called 5g defiles <laughs> anyway let me get back to it they've linked covid to 5g and are now crusading to save our children uh, saying anyone who doesn't join in is complicit in child abuse and people trafficking 
trafficking. They literally say this. So if you're against 5G, so if you're not against 5G, you're complicit in paedophilia, apparently. Um, they, they literally say this. This is not even one group of friends were disparate, unconnected from each other. I feel they are dropping like flies. I have every reason to believe that these campaigns have right-wing connections, and they do. Uh, many of them are using American spelling for things which are also being shared by QAnon people. Uh, there is some crossover. I'm not keen on our government, not overly happy with masks, but also not overly bothered. I'll do what I can to help get things back to normal. Uh, maybe I'm being naive there. No, you're not. It's just sensible. Uh, I just want to rant, really. I keep inadvertently insulting people when I bring it up in real life. And each time a new person tells me their thoughts on it, I just become more alarmed. I would also do anything I can to protect children. I just feel that linking up with these militant groups is not the only way. Plus, the friends who are heavily involved seem to have become friends with some really heavy and sinister Tommy Robinson types. I feel worried about the mass hysteria, but also sad I'm losing friends and worried about where this will end. Is anyone experiencing this? Am I be, being unreasonable to feel this is slightly sinister? Wow. Uh, I, oh, Magnus. So, so what do they call them? 5G five, five defiles. 5G defiles. Mask debaters. Yep, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you are. And I think that's really unfair to say if, if you are if you are complicit with 5G, then you're a paedophile. I've been perfectly fine on 4G. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But when it comes to conspiracy theorists, I, I ranted about this in, in earlier podcasts. There is absolutely no reasoning with them. It's no. it's a logical loop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. it's a feedback loop which cannot be broken. And the only people that can come out of it are, are them themselves. Mm -hmm. Flat Earth flat earthers, it was something that you laughed at. You know, there's flat earthers all the way around the world, for example. It's something that you laughed at and found funny. Now people are taking taking it genuinely ser seriously mm -hmm. uh, how can an, an, an electromagnetic wave with an electric field and a, a, a perpendicular magnetic field generate uh, an organism mm -hmm. a, a large molecule like a virus like that that makes no logical sense no. If, if you are someone who is a virologist you'd be like Nah, that, 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 that doesn't, that's not the way it works. Mm -hmm. Or even someone with cursory understanding of biology. That it doesn't work. But no. when it comes to conspiracy theories, the truth is fact of the conspiracy. Yeah. So as society has developed, people have gone from being religious maniacs to being maniacs about other things. Mm. And this is what's happened. And the internet has opened the door for weird people to connect with yeah. each other throughout mm -hmm. the world. And they find subjects to fap over. And mm. that's pretty much what's happening. And people are, are fapping over things that are through the roof. Yeah. What I will say with conspiracy theory and, and all this sort of stuff, I mean, whatever floats your boat, um, I, I, again, I think I'm probably a bit too down to earth. I, and, and I'm the guy that has a go bag, right? I have a go bag in the garage. So if there was an earthquake or anything like that, I have a bag filled well, that's, with... Well, that's different. That's sensible precaution. That's, yeah. that's precaution. It's a go bag. If there's an earthquake, uh -huh. if there's you a flood, that... if there's problems with my house, I can just pick up the bag, me and the kids and the family go mm -hmm. out, boom, get in the car, get what away. What purification tablets did you buy? Uh, I can't remember. I've got them sitting there. I've got purification tablets. got a uh, first aid kit. I've got a bunch of stuff. But y you need to have it. I've got an axe. I've got knives. I've got all sorts of... ask you. Yeah, I've got I've got everything set up. I've got a compass, nice. the whole lot. But it's a go bag, and for me, it's a precaution. If there's an earthquake or anything like that, grab, go, off you go. Hmm. It's not conspiracy theory. It's just just in case. Yeah, this shit is just people don't have friends, and they find them online, and they'll fap over all this stuff, and and they won't listen to science because it's the same sort of bashing that they would do over 
religion or they would do over politics yeah. are now doing over this. Well, and also, they, some people need something to hold on to. Also, mm. it's easier to believe a meme uh, that you read online or a small small piece of text than it is to actually learn and do research and yep. make independent decisions and choices based upon educating yourself. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, yeah. We're all way too stressed. Mm-hmm. Everyone is the whole planet. People need to have some drinks. I think this is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? Just and it's so, strange times in the world right now. So it maybe isn't too surprising that people are falling for this more than anything else. Since certainly since about 2015, 2016, uh, we've been in a different world to where we've been in before. Yeah, and you know, some people are susceptible to this stuff, and some people are probably too susceptible to the opposite as well. Mm. I mean, I think it's too easy to be someone who is aloof and yeah. and, and doesn't try and empathise with whoever is falling for these things. We need to try and think why they're falling for them yeah. um, and try and understand that as opposed to simply condemning. Um, it helps to try and Mm. Get into empathize. You know, empathy mm-hmm. is 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 key to all of these situations. So empathize with why people might be thinking these things. Maybe then you can get a better grip on how you can get people back to a more productive mindset, a more productive and logical mindset. The world is to some extent logical, and, and things like round. conspiracy theories are illogical. Um, if you want to do some extra reading in this stuff, look at Occam's Razor. Occam's Razor is a theory that was from a 12th century monk in Northumberland. Keep it simple, um, stupid. The idea is essentially the simplest solution to to a, a problem is mo- is most likely the, the right one. So if you think a good example of this is 9-11, if you think 9-11 was a conspiracy that involves tens of thousands of people keeping a secret for many, many years, the easiest solution is it is a bunch of terrorists. That's far more logical. And apply that same logic to anything else. Whatever is the most simplest explanation is most likely the, the correct one. Um, and that is a simple piece of logic that will see you through a lot of things in life. Um, 10,000 people keeping a secret. Seriously, you want to keep a secret? There's a secret between three guys who need to be dead for the secret to stay. I mean, yeah. I mean the idea that people keep a secret overnight never blows my mind. Yeah, it, it's, it's madness. And when you think about it in those terms, I think a lot of things start to make more sense. Well, guys, if you really think about it, it's obvious what's happening here, right? So you have all these conspiracy the theories. Well, you have all these conspiracy theories that are floating around the web, and you have people that are susceptible to believe those conspiracy theories, picking up on them, and they're conveniently appearing on their feeds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it makes you think: Why are they appearing on their specific feeds? Who is putting those conspiracy theories in front of them? And then you look wider, and then you look at the. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go there. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> it's a load okay. of bullshit. Right. Well, let's finish on that note. We we like to finish on a bit of bullshit, so why not? So thank you for your contributions, My pleasure. Magnus and John. Thank you thank for you, coming. Matthew. Thank you for regaling us with your bullshit. And thank you, listeners out there. So if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to ask us questions, send us abuse, suggestions, whatever it might be, you can email us at overlyhonestdads at gmail.com. That's overlyhonestdads at gmail.com. John runs a questionable Instagram account at overlyhonestdads. John, just we po- need to talk he, about it. He's just posted something up there that he might should, probably shouldn't have done. Um, let's see. Um, and then uh, we also have YouTube. If you want to listen to us on YouTube rather than your podcast app of choice, you can do that. Please like, subscribe, review our podcast. That helps more people find us, which is ultimately the whole point of doing this. We don't want to just talk to each other. We want to talk with I you do. out there. Um, so all that remains is for me to thank you listeners um, for tuning in. It's an honour to do this for you. We'll see you again next week. Thank you and goodbye.